This is Stephanie, and this is the Mocha Minutes Podcast. Hey guys, before we get into the episode, I just wanted to let you know about something that's a little new here at the Mocha Minutes Podcast. We are now participating in Buy Me a Coffee. So, If you haven't heard, buymeacoffee.com is a place where you can show some um, support and some love monetarily to some of your favorite content creators. That includes me. (laughs) Um, So it's in the increments of either a dollar, three dollars or five dollars. And you can do as many as you would like. Um, So I just wanted to let you guys know would love, love, love some support. So if you would go to buy me a coffee.com backslash mocha minutes. I would greatly appreciate it. It will also be in the show notes. Okay, here we go. A matchbox of our own, a fence of real chain link, a grill out on the patio, disposal in the sink. A washer and a dryer and an ironing machine in a track house that we share somewhere that's green. Hello and welcome back to the Mocha Minutes Podcast. This is Stephanie. Thank you so much for joining me. Um, I feel like in probably three lives ago, I was a theater kid. I really do like musicals. I, I really do. It's a sickness. I'm just kidding. No, it's not. Um, I have someone here with me. He is new to the show, but he is not new to my heart. Um, he is someone who I literally know that he's probably going to say exactly what I'm thinking. And I feel like I should just whip out a collection plate or get one, get a cash app and say, just pass it because he's about to say something extremely smart. He's going to say something extremely eloquent and it's going to be something extremely real. And after the um, embarrassment that is Salt Lake City, I've already, when Tari and I recorded, it was before um, Bravo pulled the plug on their housewife equivalent of a deckhand. And now... Little Miss Lady, she's doing the talking. She's got, I guess, her black social media manager. I don't know who the hell this boy is. But anyway, that's not important. I have Mr. Brandon Good. The E is silent. But that tongue is sharp. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hello, thank you. I love oh. the introduction. First of all, I'm <laughs> You ain't slick. <laughs> <laughs> you put oh, that on your Instagram. I'm like, great. Now I'm gonna be singing a little shopping horror movie songs. That going. I walked right into that. My mm-hmm. little thespian heart. But thank you so much for having me. Oh my goodness, that introduction. Uh, I hope I can live up to the hype. <laughs> you, you can. You can. Because one, you're gonna tell everybody about you before we get started. Tell everybody about you and all the stuff that you do and don't do. 
He's not the oh one nor the two, what? but go ahead. <laughs> what don't I do? Hello. So my name, for those who don't know me, I am Brandon Good. I am a best-selling author. I am a consultant, whether it be diversity inclusion consulting or creative consulting, but I am also a creative jack-of-all-trades. So if you ever need anything done, whether it is some revamps to logos, some business strategy plans, that is what I do. I am your guy, but I love just talking and, and being who I am. I am a Black gay man navigating 2022. It's crazy to say that now. Oh. Um, and <laughs> And I am someone who loves to make sure that I use my voice and my platform to speak out against injustices in the world, no matter who is plaguing, you know, any injustice in the world is an injustice to any of us. So that is my mission in life. But y'all know I'm obsessed with all things Marvel. I'm obsessed with all things Bravo and the Real Housewives. But at this point in my life, I feel that's more of a curse than a blessing. So I don't know if I want to flaunt that anymore. <laughs> You're like, do I want to take Black Bravo Lover out of my bio, girl? I'm like, oh, I, I might need to do a social media scrub, okay? I, I have to. Let me scrub myself like I'm a housewife. Ooh, it's out of her bio. I'm like, mm-hmm, girl. We, we're, I'd be like, Teddy, oh, no, girl, they fired me. Um, No, I, they didn't fire me. I quit. Branded. Oh, so, yeah. So, sidebar. I finally saw The Eternals. Um. It definitely most, yes. I was like, I got to watch it again and not, I got to watch without my Avengers. How does this tie to Avengers eyes? I'm like, I'm going to have to look at it like a movie by itself. Right. I'm going to have to do that. Cause it was like, I don't get it. Um, I'm so confused. And I think <laughs> the problem is, is that um, Guardians of the Galaxy, I didn't walk in there thinking that, but also we didn't have a whole bunch of Avengers movies. So there's that. I was like, oh, this is really good. So I have to go right, back and watch right. it. Yeah. So I'm like, I got to go back. I got I to watch this again. Because yes. I was like, I don't, I don't understand. I'm like, I'm saying yes. like, I don't know what's I, going on. I love the Eternals. They are, it's just, it was so refreshing. Um, you know, it was really great to get a new different type of hero origin story or hero's origin uh, story that wasn't the Avengers, right? Yeah. So it was very, for me, I enjoyed it because it was a different lens of storytelling. It was more of like a fantasy epic, mm-hmm. um, you know, so I was, I was here for it because, you know, I, I get tired of the traditional, hey, I'm a person. Oh, mm-hmm. I get bit by, shot by, stung by, in the way of some type of chemical Wow, I am now a hero in this movie. Yeah. Like, I like that this movie was a different approach. So I was here for it. I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Because I'm like, I'm looking at like, how does this tie into the Avengers? I'm like, it doesn't need to tie into the Avengers. Why I'm trying to find it to get into the... I'm like, no, it needs to stand by its own. Because there's something about Homeboy right. who played Icarus. And I'm like, boy, get off oh, my screen. Yeah. Get off my screen. <laughs> Like you, <laughs> sir, get off my screen, please, because I'm, I mean, I'm ready to he fight. Could, he could get off my screen, but get into my life. Like I'm I, saying, uh, maybe, maybe maybe Icarus needed somebody with a little more melanin to get like, him on, mm-hmm, on the right. Because I'm like, like, I don't know why that lady just sent you flying into the sun. I'm like, Mm-mm, I got somewhere for you to fly. It's like, child, if you boy, get out. Just, just leave me be. Like Leo's, like he is way too fine for this. It's between him and Sir Luke, who played Gaston in that movie that's supposed to be like that fairy tale. Yeah, you talking about the one? 
with the with the the object and they were yes. singing and they were dancing. Yes, that that's the one. one. Yeah, that mm-hmm. one that's like cosplaying mm-hmm. as a Disney movie. And I was like, girl, what? Now you know I love Hermione down, but it's like, girl, if you don't go over there, get girl, go over there. <laughs> over there. Don't not here, over there. So no. So y'all, it has really been hard in the last maybe nine days and mind you Brent and I have been watching Bravo for quite some time it has been so hard in the last few days yeah (laughs) I feel like it was like they're like how long you been watching Bravo since the first iteration of Queer Eye for the Straight Guy my life on the D-list preach what was the one with the parents and the kids with the parents like remember it was like the show kids like they were like actors and actresses yeah like oh what was that name oh my god i remember that i used to watch from back then too yeah yep oh mm-hmm. my god <laughs> it's like sheesh i'm like yeah i'm from the old. beginning yes i mean remember when that whole we're gonna do the housewife show and people are like this is stupid and now here we are mm-hmm. it's like it don't seem so stupid anymore that's because those ladies was dry and we didn't care, except for, you know, justice for Gina Keogh, okay? Justice for her and her hot-ass son that needs to shut the fuck up because he's an asshole. But he's extremely fine. Hi, Shane. Ooh, how are you? how you really feel. I'm just saying. Like, tell me how she, you really feel. I'm like, oh, Shane is so fine. But that, her kids were assholes on that show. But I'm like, Shane is so good looking. It's like he's a grown man now, more. so. I felt like he was more, ba- I felt like the middle child was more balanced. But I do agree, yeah. Shane was wilding. Especially like, just trying to be in Gretchen phase and yeah, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. like, but he's kind of fun. And remember, like Orange County, like them black girls be fighting. Obviously, y'all have never seen Orange County because them little girls was girling. <laughs> it's like um, brawling. Like, what? Well, uh, y'all just slapping each other around? What do y'all think y'all are? It's like, what is this? Get out of here. So, anybody who has been living under the rock, I'm kidding. Y'all haven't been. Little Miss Jenny Wynn. First season housewife extraordinaire on the sophomore um, season of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City has decided to show her whole ass. And then she got fired on her day off. Love to see it. And I, you know, to say I was shocked is. Literally an understatement because one, I saw them keep Kelly Dodd. I watched mm-hmm. them do it. So I was like, yeah, I don't know about this. Y'all had all that ta- tape on Leanne Locking from Dallas. Y'all put it in your, in your mid-season trailer. And then y'all got rid of her after the reunion. I'm like, y'all knew y'all wasn't going to ask her back. Okay? That's fine. Y'all let staff Stassi Cook for years and then when it was more than just Stassi, like, oh, we won't get rid of everybody because it's June 2020 and we clean right. the house. Right. So I was like, Jenny's not going to go anywhere. Damn. But then Bravo seemingly dragged their feet because this was like over maybe, I think it came out. Because Tamara like and I were talking about it. Was- right. Because Tamara and I was like, we're trying to figure out the timeline. Because it was like it's a Tuesday, because we had to figure that out. Because on Andy's show, everybody had to quit. Because he was like, oh, they talked, because I think his show, I think he talked about like Monday. And he was like, yeah, because we recorded on Monday. He was like, yeah, the um, Smith sisters talked about it on Friday. And, you know, like when it had like just kicked off. And I was like, he said Friday. It kicked off before Friday. But then you realize that um, 
Baby Gorgeous was on Watch What Happens. Her episode of Watch What Happens Live came on on Sunday, but she taped it on Wednesday. Mm -hmm. I'm like, this timeline is not making sense. And it's like, huh. So they drag in their fucking feet. Right. I was like, in the PR. Hmm. So Bravo said, uh, they put it out today. Bravo has ceased filming with Jenny Wynn and she will no longer be a cast member of The Real Housewives in Salt Lake City. We recognize we failed to take appropriate action once her offensive social media posts were brought to our attention. Moving forward, we will work to improve our processes to ensure we make better informed and more thoughtful casting decisions. They put that out yesterday. And I saw a lot Mm -hmm. of people going, now do Ramona next. I was here for it. I'm not even gonna lie. You know, I, was, I am I was here, here for, for that. I was like, yeah, that's right. T- tell them what did she do? Well, you mean the years of stuff that she's done, or just that one thing that Page Six said that she did allegedly? See, I would just roll out the scroll at that point. I'm just saying, really, really clean house because <laughs> you know, first of all, that statement for me was performative because they waited Absolutely. almost a week. Absolutely. And again, this was them waiting. You know, the more recent situation that we had with with something similar was mm-hmm. when, um, you know, Dr. Tiffany Moon on mm-hmm. Dallas had that big situation on Twitter and everyone was, you know, barking at Bravo, telling them to do something. And Bravo, instead of actually putting out a statement in defense of her, they were mm-hmm. doing like a whole bunch of look over there. They released that was when they released the information about Winter House Summer Charm, mm-hmm. which mainly became Winter House. They released the information about the OLG show. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of distraction at the time. And so it's just very disheartening because this isn't the first time that they've done it. But mm-hmm. then also they said in casting, they, they may should have put the word casting, casting. Because what it seems like is they know that Ramona is a problem. Mm-hmm. So they were, I feel like with that, with that statement, it was a little bit intentional. So maybe it will apply if they are actively casting this next season of Brony, but definitely do Ramona too, because Jenny definitely needed to go, but mm-hmm. it's not fair that Ramona can stay, you know, the network can cancel a whole reunion and them not really hold the white woman accountable. When in these situations, Bravo has shown they have no problem holding the talent from the marginalized group accountable, but mm-hmm. when it comes to their white counterparts, they don't want to do that. Correct. And I think it's very interesting where everybody brings up Pete the deckhand from below deck. Like, see, they edited out a whole deckhand, a deckhand that y'all literally don't remember his name, that he probably wasn't coming back the season after, and you actually didn't miss him. It's like, yeah, that's easy to do. Someone who's not noticeable. I mean, it's very hard to edit out, you know, a chief stew who said the N-word maybe three times. See how that works. It was like, yeah, I'm like, I'm I'm not, Mm -hmm. I'm not, I'm like, I'm not doing this with y'all. So the thing about it, someone's like, why do you think they um, took so long? I'm like, because Jenny is Asian. It's like, you can't Mm. be like, we're like against AAPI hate, this, that, and the third. Even though she said something extremely racist against Black people, they were still looking at Yeah, but she's the Asian lady. And it's like, yeah, she said some foul shit. Uh, so somebody in Gawker mm-hmm. said that what Mary said was vile, but what Jenny said, what Jenny said and did was gross. And I'm like, I feel like vile is a higher level than gross. 
I agree. It's just like when people were <laughs> tweeting and they were saying what Jenny did was disappointing. Mm-hmm. I'm so disappointed. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wait a minute. No, 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 mm-hmm. no. Bring no. it back. Looks like, Stop. come on. Stop mm-hmm. the because when Mary did her wrong, mm-hmm. she was wrong. Right. No one held back. And the words of Candy Burris, everyone went in and let have. Literally Everybody. all on social media. I can't tell you all the main pages. I don't need to name any names, but mm-hmm. all the main pages posted so quickly and swiftly about Mary. She was trending. And the thing about Mary is I'm not even a Mary fan. I'm going to be very real. I, When it comes to housewives, me to fan after someone, first of all, it takes a couple seasons because I know mm-hmm. there's always a level of some type of I want to be on TV crazy that everyone kind of embodies. It may be subtle, it may be in your face, it may be balanced, but all of them got it. <laughs> so when it comes to Mary, I'm just more of a fan of fairness. Um, right. And in this situation, definitely she said some things that were really racially insensitive. And I think had it been another woman on the receiving end, so not Jenny, but let's, let's say another Asian woman, I do think that there would have been a better dialogue and a better path forward. I think mm. the issue with Jenny in this situation from day one, now knowing more context about Jenny, the framing around Mary was always going to be a villain. And mm-hmm. I think that's something that people really need to realize is because with Jenny and her statements and the things that she put on her social media, right? Mm-hmm. Let's go back to with Jen Shaw. You know, when people were talking about, well, Jen should have never have retweeted what people were saying about Brooks because that's what she meant. All right, let's apply that same logic here. Hello. Jenny Wynn put out so many different disgusting things. And what was crazy about it was it just wasn't about Black people. She was attacking people. Um, she was attacking Kamala Harris, who is a Black and Asian American woman. Mm-hmm. She was, like, there was just so many different things on there talking about protesters and to which we just got us out of this, the, the end of the Kyle Rittenhouse trial. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of things that are there that when you look at what Mary and what Jenny both did, the only thing that you can say was the same, that there was wrong committed. When you unpack the wrong, you are comparing things that are different because Mary being the, (laughs) being the church woman that she is, because I know a black church woman like that. Hello. (laughs) We all do. If you don't do church. Mm -hmm. Um, I've experienced their ignorance. I've experienced their insensitivity. But all that to say is, I don't think that they are the type of people that you can't talk to and have them understand why they were wrong mm-hmm. and allow them that room that you would also want in the same situation to show that they can be different. Right. And what's crazy about it was, I'm not the biggest Meredith fan. And I think what Meredith said was also insensitive, but I think her intent was to say, you know, allow her the room and, you know, let her show. And she said, and she's apologized. So why is this still, you know, an issue? And I think for me with the Jenny of it all is this is a woman, even with her Instagram live today, Mm. is saying that she had a team running her social page. Mm -hmm. Where is the accountability in that? Because you're still not being able to stand 10 toes down and the hate that you believe in now that it's shown that you hate, you're now afraid to show your face. It reminds me of people who flew the Trump flag 
who are still Trump mm-hmm. supporters would snatch their flags inside after the election. Funny how that works, right? When hate is no longer the popular narrative, right? So with Jenny, it's just frustrating because I would actually give her some thought and consideration to say, wow, you know what? I think that she's actually trying to show that she's remorseful. If she wasn't doing half the stuff that she's doing. But again, it was the, everyone had to tell her the Facebook page was wrong, right? The, the page was up until everyone called it out. Mm-hmm. Then post that, she put out a quote-unquote apology. Then after that, we got from a quote-unquote social media manager that the page was hacked. Now today, you're saying you had a social team or manager who could have posted that, but you own it. Do you see how messy that is? It's like, so, girl, what are you talking this about? Is the, so it's the, like I said, it's the double standards of the wrong too, because this season we see Jenny telling Mary what she did was wrong and mm-hmm. she, you know, she's offended. And then of course, Mary in her way was trying to apologize and I feel make things right in a way. But with Jenny, I don't feel she was ever going to get Mary that room. Why? Because we know what Jenny's post stand for. We know the racism that she believes in. Therefore, Mary was never going to be given a true path of correcting the situation. And I think that's what people have to also realize. And I think that's where this this discourse really breaks down is that with Ramona on Roni, people were really with their pitchforks and torches. And then all of a sudden, Real Housewives Ultimate Ghost Trip came out. And then it was like crickets. Oh, oh, put the torches and the things away. And then all of a sudden, some people were saying how Roni couldn't thrive without Ramona. But I'm like, wait a minute. All of a sudden, you're now giving her, I believe the word that everyone now is using is grace. (laughs) So you can give that grace. Mm -hmm. But you're not going to give Mary grace. And then even after the Mary of it all, people still are telling uh, people to lead with love with Jenny and to allow her the room to show that she's growing. It's very interesting. This is all very interesting because racism is the same monster in every room that it's in, whether it be institutional, physical, psychological, whatever we want to label it as in any situation, it is a monster. And whoever is on that receiving end is receiving a monster. I think that when you go through a situation with that monster, you should want to help others defeat that monster mm-hmm. so that they don't go through the hurt that you went through and not tell them that monster's not that scary. You know, maybe that monster didn't need, so it's, it's very interesting what's happening. You know, I'm not going to mince my word. <laughs> oh, no, you're not. That's why I was like, like, I'm trying to find the lies. I ain't found one yet. I'm probably not going to find myself. And I think that's, Stephanie, when I tell you, I think where where it's been really frustrating for me as a Bravo fan Mm -hmm. and saying, you know, I've started from the beginning. I've stopped watching the show. I will tell you, I've not touched Bravo this week at all. Because Mm. until they show Ramona is gone, until they show that they are truly working to break the systems that are in place by this type of casting right. and the light that they've shown on their marginalized cast members through the years, those they've not protected, but used and mm-hmm. weaponized their own lives as storylines against them where their peers who are not from the same marginalized group or marginalized group at all, 
then weaponize that and, and really target them. Until Bravo shows me that that change is happening, I'm not going to watch it because I know how this game goes. Mm-hmm. They said that they ceased filming with her. That lets me know they were filming with her. Correct. Because the reunion was filmed. They instantly went into filming because Jen is trying uh, is about to go to trial. Um, so what that leads me to believe is they probably rushed the schedule to get those ladies to say something on camera. Told Jenny, in, in the words of Shawnee O'Neal, thank you for your services. Is there her on her way? Mm-hmm. Bravo loves to capitalize off of this stuff. Um, and, you know, to your point about the whole deckhand thing, it shows where they, where they truly stand their swords that they want to fall on. And when it comes mm-hmm. to the housewives of it all, they view housewives as a bigger giant. Now, Below Deck does get great ratings. I'm not going to knock that show. Apparently, that's the gateway show for Bravo for like their male demographic. Like, that's the gateway show. I'm like, Hmm. below deck? Really? Really? Like, quite frankly, I thought it would have been Top Chef. And they're like, no, it's below deck. I would have thought Top Chef as well. Right. And then you talk to me, oh, yeah, my boyfriend watches me. And, you know, he really likes below deck. I'm like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, okay. Uh, I mean, all right. I mean, excuse me. Groups of white boys watch The Bachelor. Like, it's a thing. And I'm like, really? This is a thing for y'all? I mean, mm-hmm. what? I mean, what? listen. I what? hate watch The Bachelor. So, like, I have, I, I haven't watched it. My, it's sitting in my DVR, and I'm still not watching. And they're like, why are you not watching? I'm like, I just, they're not that fine. <laughs> These men are not that fine. I can't do it. <laughs> I can't. I'm like, I I guess I'm like, I had to watch Rachel because I wanted to see it. I'm like, let me tell you about that black lady. She's like, so first of all, get the fuck out my house. I'm like, okay, all right. You know what? Some dude named Demario. I'm like, it's always some dude named Demario. He always doing something. I'm like, mm, 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 mm. nope. Mm-mm. <laughs> I just it's just sad because I don't uh, blame you. It's like, yeah, I'm gonna have to do sermon. Yeah. I'm like, uh, it might be like a top chef, maybe below deck, maybe not, but probably top chef. And Project Runway. But you know what's really funny about that, Brandon? Now, this season of Project Runway, I have to say, is really, really good. But I noticed there was not a lot to chatter about what happened at the beginning of this season of Project Runway. I'm like, y'all, so I'm not oh. talking about that racist white lady. Mm. That project had to get together. It was like nobody was really talking about it. I'm like, so we're not talking about this. Of course not. It's like, girl. Right. And then it was so interesting because I'm like, either y'all just not watching Project Runway, which why not, girl? <laughs> um, but I thought it's very interesting where it's like, look over there. I'm like, girl, I, I, I need you to look here. So, Brandon, I have a clip of Jenny's live with her black friend. I'm scared. Oh gosh, so, I'm scared. Uh, I was like, "Oh, sweet Christmas!" Oh, girl, she she dead serious too, child. Uh, she she did ass serious. Hold on, and I mean, she did serious. <sighs> Hold on, let me hit the play. Uh, let me gird your loins, cause my God, scared. Stand. I still support that. I am very proud to be a Republican. I am proud to be able to say I have the freedom of speech to choose and to have an opinion. I, 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 you know, I respect your opinion. I respect your political stance. We are different, but we need to respect each other and we need to understand that we live in this country where we have the freedom to speak our mind as well as we have a freedom to choose. Um, you know, I don't, I don't 
tolerate violence, don't tolerate violence, but I do support when there's bad. I don't support the bad. I don't support the brutality of black people or with any race, but I do uh, support my um, law enforcement, but that doesn't make me have the responsibility to take ownership and be accountable for other people's life, my staff, my family. I don't have time to check and be on social media. So I figure I leave that part to someone that knows a lot about social media. And for me, it's like, I, I trust them too much. I trust people with my heart, I believe, because I feel like trust is a big issue. I trust first before you do something wrong and that trust is gone. I give the people the benefit of the doubt and that's my fault. <laughs> yeah. Um... <laughs> well, here's the thing, guys, you know, we, we, we definitely, not even we, Jenny wanted to say her piece, you know, and no, I'm not speaking for her. I'm here for support because as we all know, people can tear you down on social media. You know what I mean? And if you were in this position and you had to sit here and own it, you would want somebody that's close to you to be sitting next to you. And if you don't believe that, then you don't believe it. And and it is what it is. But that's the reality of the situation. You know, we're close enough that I can drop what I'm doing to be here to support a friend. So I just want you to know this is not the last time you see a genuine. This is the beginning. I will, you know, continue to be out there and I will continue to let the world know that hey, this is not the last time you're going to see with me. So I just want you to understand. And, you know, either I get the support, I really appreciate it. If I get your opinion, I will also appreciate it, whether it's negative or positive. It's a learning process. We need to get feedback from people. And I appreciate all the feedback that you guys are giving me right now. So... So... You know... It's almost like you think people are stupid. It is so disheartening. Now, Brandon, you're a whole black man. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I know it's probably not putting sugar in your grits. It's probably overcooking your grits to see this black man sitting next to this woman. Oh, it. The, I, uh... I'm just like, I'm sorry, I would drop what I'm doing to help her because she fucking pays you. Let's be very clear. Stop acting like you're doing this for free. Right. Just say you on her payroll, baby. Just say you are. But it's like, Jenny, so it's your social media manager's fault, but you take full responsibility. If you take in full responsibility, right. we shouldn't know about no social media manager. I was dead ass right. wrong. Why are you doing a live? And it's like, baby, you not for real because why the fuck you ain't save it? Hmm. Interesting. Right. You you bought it. It's like, girl, I just... See, this is why our friend Les jumped down Tiffany Moon's throat. We're like, Tiffany, shut up. Shut up. Listen. Shut up. Shut up. This, like you don't don't leave with love with this. I'm like, that's not even necessary. We're not saying you were. I do not expect anybody to come out with their friend is Jenny Wynn saying burn her at the stake. Nobody is going to do that. 
See, this is what didn't this is the problem. When we all like right. we all at a collective swim in the 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 sea of nuance, and me and Taria had this conversation. I was like, if I had a friend who mm-hmm. did like put out some racist posts and people like, what do you think? I don't think I'd be like seriously like burn her at the stake or like fuck him forever in public. I probably would think that way, but I wouldn't say anything right. because this is not just like, I like sugar in my grits. I love it so much. I wanted to taste like cream of wheat. Jenny, that is not right. what happened. It's like, girl, you, exactly. you don't have to do this. You don't have to throw yourself in front of this grenade. That is Jenny Wren. Um, I thought it was also hilarious that apparently quite the few uh, housewives were in the live Mary and Meredith allegedly were there. Tamra and Cameron Westcott were there. Like, why, why the hell are y'all in this live? Don't y'all have something to do? Don't y'all have lives? Oh, I'm sorry. No, Tamra's probably getting that for her podcast. Yeah, Brown you know, she material for the podcast. Material. I, I can only imagine what you and Miss Teddy, Teddy Ruxpin is going to talk about. Probably this. Uh, yeah, it, that, this is the thing. You know, by that Instagram live alone, I'm going to need certain people who posted these Facebook posts and Instagram posts about Jenny and how she, you know, she definitely will change. And I'm going to need them now to might probably revise that. <laughs> you might want to. Um, because in that, in that video alone, she basically said, I said what I said and I'm not changing it. Uh-huh. Um, and uh-huh. that's a little bit scary, right? That's very scary to realize this is a woman, right? Uh-huh. So let's, we've already established Mary was wrong. Let's say Bravo gave Mary the slim opportunity to come back next season. You know what they said? You know, although you didn't attend the reunion, we want you back, right? Correct. We then would endure Jenny and Mary going at it again. And I think viewers were like, well, what the heck is going on? Like, it, it, it wouldn't be this deep. But again, in that situation, Mary would be in a situation with someone who actually hates her just because of how she looks. Correct. So it would never have been balanced. But to know that this was someone employed on a network, and Stephanie, I think this is where it's a bigger problem. And I, and I would love your thought mm-hmm. on this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so how were these posts not found, right? Mm-hmm. And any check for when you transition into like a public figure type of position, don't they typically do like a deep dive into your socials, into your background, especially as a part of a vetting process for a show like Real Housewives? I do believe that they they do scour that type of information. And then once it is discovered, let's say someone did know this information, right? That Mm -hmm. means they were happy that there was going to be some type of conflict. Now, they probably didn't think it would get to be as big or like to the point where people throwing glasses, but they probably were like, ooh, boom, this is going to be some authentic content for conflict, right? So Mm -hmm. that leads me to then think there is someone okay putting talent in harm's way when it comes to other talent on these shows. And it really then puts the question of where is the line of morality for reality television? Like, why are mm-hmm. ratings more important than someone's life? Right? And yeah. I think that's where I'm starting to get frustrated with these shows is it feels like there is no more care or concern for the people that are on these shows. The care and the concern is to the viewers. And I get it. You want to engage the viewership. You want viewers to watch your shows. But also, too, you tell your viewers what you want them to see through what you put out. 
Hello. Housewives didn't always used to be like this. Problematic, yes. <laughs> but <laughs> they not want, this. yes, OC, but not this. And it's taken a change where it feels housewives is very, we have to have something shocking. We have to have something truly catastrophic. We have to capture all these things on television. And I just don't think that production or the network really care about these people like they say that they do. They don't care. And they're so used to not getting pushback. And then Mm. June 2020 happened. Because let's be very clear. Bravo was still around with all these other black and brown people were getting killed by the police. They were there when like freezing cold and dogs being sicked on people who were protesting a, um, a pipeline on sacred land. They've always been here. The pushback is what's getting it and how it's just not a good look. So this is what I've always maintained when it comes to the summer of 2020 and the George Floyd of it all. It's been a lot of injustice and it's it's always been there. And I've always contended is that the reason why it was more support, one, because outside was closed. And two, you really couldn't argue that much against it. And if you did, it really showed that you were truly racist. Because I still, for the life of me, am trying to understand the whole Trayvon Martin of it all. Because he was dead. And I remember sitting on, I wasn't even sitting in a chair. I was sitting on my coffee table when the verdict was going out. And I was like, wait a minute. We talk about cops having free reign. Civilians can kill Black people and nothing happens to them. Um, Hi, guys. That's where the Black Lives Matter movement started. It had nothing to do with the police. It was Trayvon Martin. Right. This man was a civilian and he got away with it. Right. Like, wait, damn. It's like. Who do our lives matter to? It's like, wait a minute. Anybody can just kill us. Cops can do it. Y'all try to make an excuse. This man followed him and he's a civilian. And y'all still were like, oh, that black boy must have been dangerous. I'm like, who does our lives matter to? What's going on? So now I'm watching the Jenny of it all. And now people are bringing up problematic women of color. And I'm like, so y'all not going to start doing this. Because y- y'all got all this these thoughts and fee-fees for um, Mary Cosby. But when people brought up all the shit with Siggy Flicker, she off the show. <clears throat> She's still there. Y'all ain't got nothing to say because y'all still bring up Kelly Dodd. She's off the show now, too. Mm-hmm. It's like y'all. Did, so the whole Cameron West got it all. A lot of people didn't bring up Cameron. Carrie Brittenham, you know, the lady who's trying to squeeze out a tear because of what Leanne said that was extremely nasty, racist, and xenophobic. But she was laughing at Cameron's brother in law and saying, Your culture is my costume. Carrie, weren't you squeezing out a tear last year about Leanne? You were attempting. You failed at the attempt. You fake fuck. It's like, I am watching y'all do this. That's why they dragged their feet on Jenny. Like, we can't just get rid of her. And they're like, um, yeah, we couldn't just do that. But it was so easy for them to just say fire her because they just started filming. If this had been halfway through or the season had been in the can, yeah, they'd have brought them cameras right on back and said, okay, we're going to have to do some reshoots. You're going to have to sit down and talk to her about these posts. We're going to have to do something because what's Mm -hmm. going on here? 
I am just like flabbergasted. I'm flabbergasted by this. And I'm also flabbergasted by people who are trying to compare what Jenny said and did to what Mary Cosby did. Because for me, if you're going to do this with Mary, when she talked about slanted eyes, which girl, extremely bad, where no one is negating that. Talking about her yellow undertones that apparently Stephanie is the only one who picked up because nobody's talking like y'all didn't understand why saying yellow undertones to an Asian woman is bad. It's like, just me. Okay. So then that means, Jenny, you should have had this smoke for Heather who called you an anime character. And when asked, when Meredith was asked, I mean, do you think it's offensive? She's like, well, I don't think it's appropriate, but I don't know if it's offensive. You had no smoke for her. Matter of dug in your ass when you brought that up. It's like, uh, but you ain't giving her the same smoke as um, that because then you're going to have to bring in the other white women who literally had no problem being an audience of what Mary said. But the anti anti racist baby gorgeous, I'm anti racist. Why don't you check Mary when she said it about the Mexican cartels? Why you ain't saying nothing? Why were right. you sitting there? Now it's like I'm anti racist. Then you should have dug in Mary's ass when she said that shit. It's like Mary, whoa. What are you doing? It's like, that's not cool, Mary. And no one, and seemingly, it seems, based on how she acted in that spaces, if she had said that, Mary been like, that's not what I meant. What I mean is, it's like, check her in the minute. Check her in the moment. Because she's right. like, oh, that's not what I meant. That's not what I meant. That's not what I meant. Because the, the Mary Cosby that I saw in those spaces, that's who the people at her church go up for. Because she sounded completely different. There was no, there was no edge to her voice. She seemed very sweet and nice. And I'm like, so this is the Mary Cosby that your, yet your congregation goes up for, but y'all not going to see him like measure what Jenny did against Mary Cosby. It's like, why is that like, why is that the barometer? Because y'all, y'all have a problem. I'm yeah. sorry, go ahead. Cause I was about to say something. Oh, I was just saying. Oh, no, I was just going to say, I think it has to deal with, unfortunately, maybe certain people have their own unconscious or conscious bias with the situation, and mm. they themselves don't want to have that realization. Because mm. by saying that it's equal, right, it's like, well, Jenny, okay, well, Jenny, blah, 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 and, you know, because maybe someone identifies themselves with Jenny, right? Mm -hmm. And by now, Jenny kind of being publicly held accountable, they feel like, well, I have to be held accountable. And the thing is, not necessarily. Like, if you don't believe the same thing, absolutely not. You like the lady. You thought she was a great housewife. That's wonderful. The information came out, then you changed your mind. However, if you were someone that's like, ooh, well, maybe I feel the same way. Or, well, you just can't attack her because, you know, she's Asian and I'm Asian. We can No, no. We all are able to be held accountable. And in this situation to your point, it's very different because when Jenny was sharing a lot of this stuff, it was right with George Floyd. Like these are when these things were happening, when Correct. we were all at our boiling point and you're in the face of people telling them that they deserve to die, that protesters who were protesting for the right things deserve to die, that, you know, it, it just, is, it's honestly sick. Like it's very, there's a difference between being ignorant and insensitive Mm -hmm. and being full of hatred and intentional correct and with jenny is very intentional like we've seen now at this point from on the show again 
there was no indicator that she felt anything she did in her past was different. Even with how she approached Mary, she didn't feel she was coming off wrong. Even with her black scent, even in her, her talking head where she said, I'm from Long Beach, I pull up my hair, I take my earrings off. Mm-hmm. Like all of that, right? Now you have the proper framing of who this woman is, right? When it comes to Mary in that situation, and when you're speaking of Stephanie, and I've always said this, I've always compared Mary to Kim Richards. Because when you watch Kim Thank Richards you. on Beverly Hills season one, mm. you could tell Kim Richards did not fit. Mm-mm. You could tell she was uncomfortable physically. And it felt for me, a lot of her outbursts that were awkward was just due to her not being comfortable. Mm-hmm. When it comes to Mary, I viewed the same. And I'm not saying that her being uncomfortable excuses what she said. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is the quirkiness that we get from Mary Cosby, her being frazzled and being put on the spot, is her being in an element that she is not comfortable. And so mm-hmm. we're seeing her respond in certain ways. Mm-hmm. And I think if Mary is someone who has now apologized a couple of times, Correct. right? We've at least gotten that out of her with no, that was my social media manager on screen. You know, again, that's not for me to accept the apology, but we can say for the record, she apologized multiple times. Right. Where Jenny is now backpedaling her apology by saying, this is my apology. Actually, no, it was a social media manager and then my account was hacked. Actually, I, I had a social media team, but I still stand by what I said. Do you see why those are different? Mm-hmm. It was like, <laughs> That's girl. That's why it's different. <laughs> like, ma'am. So when it comes to the weird standard that they have for women of color, because it's like it's black women, but also uh, I'll include women of color in this notion. I, I typically don't because I'm like, everybody's blues ain't the same. Everybody's levels ain't the same. But in this case, I have noticed that when it comes to the conflicts that they have with white women, I'm going to start here where Tiffany Mother, like, why do you think they have like this weird bias? I'm like, because you're dealing with people who are typically who now have to rec- like spend time with someone who's um, typically their demo is the demo that is of service to them. That's why you couldn't like well, mm-hmm. Tiffany is so bodacious about she's boasting about her house. Stephanie, we took a tour your, your house and looked at your bathrooms. Everybody's talking about crystal and her purse you mean the purse that kyle pointed out not her but it was you're like trying to just show off it's like girl what are you talking about y'all ask emmy please educate us she start educating y'all you're like girl i just want to have fun it's like bitch y'all the one who want a sister soldier at the dinner and then when she start talking you're like well teach us i mean we talk about teaching between 8 30 and 11 30 on Mondays. We are not talking about right now. And then you have Mary who it is like so unbelievable for y'all to think that she lives in a bubble of she just didn't know. I'm sorry. She's the pastor of a church when she is usually above reproach. People don't check her like that. And she honestly could have just not known. And it was like, no, because also Mary is the demographic of women that should just know better because she's a black woman. Y'all know all about racism and social justice. Y'all all know about bigotry. You should just know better. That's not how that works. Especially w- when nobody checks her when she's wrong. 
Y'all didn't check right. that she was wrong in the moment, neither. Meredith, you didn't even know it right. was offensive. What are y'all talking about? So now it's this impossible standard. And y'all literally, and I'm not saying nail her across because she's Christian, because I'm not. Y'all want to burn her at the stake to show that you're woke. And that's upsetting me and my homegirl. Because I'm like, because when you see what Jenny did, not only did y'all not bring the same fire, y'all are comparing it to what Mary did. Mary, who literally did right. something that a Kim Richards or a Ramona single would have did. But you're comparing it to Jenny. You're not comparing Jenny to Kelly Dodd. You're not comparing her to Siggy Flicker. You're comparing her to Mary. That is just lazy. And then when someone checked y'all, it's like, oh, you're just making an excuse for Mary. No, we're showing your hypocrisy. We're trying to show you your bias. Because the same folks who was like, get the end the fuck on out of here was really like, oh, well, Brandy said she was okay. Mind you, these are two white, two white ladies. Y'all just didn't fucking like Leanne. Not for nothing. Leanne needed to go. And I liked Leanne on the show. She was center star. Not even going to hold y'all. But I noticed mm. the same folks that was like, oh, that's terrible. Leanne was just like, well, Brandy apologized. And then she got the sympathy edit. Oh, Tiffany, don't be mean to her. She's our friend. She said she was sorry. It's like, so she can't feel anything. I can't say what you right. said was extremely offensive and I can't live in my truth because they all like you. Ebony can't be offended by Luann's throwing her out because we just want to have fun. Right. Seriously? Are y'all kidding me? Like, y'all don't care. It's kind of like, it feels very much like high school where I got to follow the in crowd. The in crowd was like, get rid of Mary. Oh, Mary needs to go. Girl, what? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> It's like, it'd be different uh-huh. if she yeah. said it the way that Leanne said it. Leanne said this about, about Carrie with complete malice or 75%, depending on how she feel. Uh-huh. Mary Cosby did not do that. And it's like, if she had said, Mary, that's not a compliment. Oh, it's not? I had no idea. Girl. Yeah. Uh-uh. <laughs> did y'all hear y'all say? I just, uh-uh. It's frustrating. It's and but the thing is though, I wouldn't even liken her. This is the thing because of what's happening on the show, mm-hmm. I would liken what Mary did to what Lu, what Luann did. Mm. Um, Ramona, th- honestly, there are three buckets of how I'm viewing the transgressions that have happened. Luann and Mary, I would put in the same box, and I'm speaking to when Carol Radzewell had to correct Luann. About um, when the, uh, the Native Americans mm-hmm. and the indigenous people. And um, that was when Luann then, remember, she put her hand over her mouth mm-hmm. and started making sounds, right? Very, right. like, I would liken what Mary did to that because even with Luann, you could tell Luann in that moment, from my perspective and opinion, I felt she didn't that even realize. She, when she was talking and when she was saying it, she didn't realize what she was saying was wrong. She was like, no, I've been told it was this. Mm-hmm. And da 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 And then her doing that, it still was offensive. I'm not justifying anything, y'all. It mm-hmm. was offensive. And I think she was trying to puff up her feathers in front of Carol. The right. same way with Mary being wrong in a moment mm-hmm. and not liking being told that she's wrong. So she's doubling down in a moment with another statement right. or just not wanting to apologize right away. With Ramona, Ramona has had years of women and other people telling her that she's been wrong, 
with the things that she said or done. And with Ramona, the reason I say she's different is because Ramona has never really had the accountability and that actual comes to Jesus. Why do I say Mm -hmm. that? Because she's rewarded with a season after a season Season. after a season. And Ramona, I would say her tweet and when she was likening COVID-19 mask mandates and vaccines to the Holocaust, like, yeah, girl, what? What? It's like, girl, what? So I think, and I think that's the thing with these conversations, Stephanie, I'm glad that you are able to break it apart. And I think that's what the fandom really needs to do. Everything is not a bandwagon, yes or no, black or white. Mm -hmm. Things sometimes are in a gray area that you actually actively have to take time to really think through and break apart. Mm -hmm. And these situations are, the, the only relation to all these situations are that they were wrong and rooted in ignorance. But again, intent, I think, is also where a lot of this gets lost in the thought. And again, like I said, with Jenny, for me, knowing who she is now, right? I didn't really care for her on this season. And quiet, quiet as it's kept, y'all, I haven't really liked this season. Yeah. I feel like Salt Lake City burned out in season one, for my opinion. Why I say that is because there was so much that happened last season from the Shaw Chalet mm-hmm. to, to the little igloos to the, all the flossing and Vegas. And the, I feel like they really burned out a lot of potential in season one. Enter in season two, even with the Jen Shaw case of it all, it wasn't really entertaining to me. Like this season has felt very mixed bag where it doesn't know what it wants to be. Like, are we putting Jen on the spotlight like we did Erica? Are mm-hmm. we really focusing on Mary in this quote-unquote cult storyline? It felt like there was too many main storylines. Not saying you can't have multiple, but it felt like production didn't know how to balance the plate. Right. Um, and so with with Jenny, with Jenny and, and all of it, knowing how she feels about Black people, right? Mm-hmm. I don't care who that man was that was sitting next to her on an Instagram live. She's going to feel the same way that she does about him that she does about everybody else. Um, <laughs> that part, it was like, when it what did y'all think Jenny, it was going to yeah. happen? Go ahead. Mm-mm. Sorry. With Jenny, no, you're good. With Jenny in that, I feel that no matter how Mary was packaged to her, she was never going to like Mary and was going mm-hmm. to be against her. Now, mm-hmm. in this moment, watching the season play out, I feel that Mary was a target from day one as a means of a storyline. Mm-hmm. When you look at the the lengths that the networks themselves have not even done to respectfully show Cameron for his family, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they're using that as pure storyline. Then beyond that, when that man passed away, why not say, you know what, let's scrap this storyline. And if that was the case and there was nothing else interesting, guess whose fault that was? That part. Production. If y'all weren't able to capture anything and tell those women to give you something better, then y'all have a problem with your cast. Not being able to produce Correct. what you need to produce. We had we had Angie Fly by Night, three episodes. I think that was her max this season. Um, <laughs> and it just felt, and it, like I said, this season itself just feels lackluster. And I feel with Mary and the Jenny of it all, I felt Mary was getting hit on all sides. Lisa Barlow, when it came to the whole Cameron, then roping in with Whitney. Then you had 
mm-hmm. Meredith kind of dipping her toe, being like, well, you know, what's going on, right? Um, Heather, of course, attached to the hip with Whitney, are already up in the spin. And then we knew from last season, Jen Shaw and Mary still weren't on the right path. Then you open up the can of worms of Jen, right? Then, of course, Mary's back on the odds with her. Then mm. Jenny being friends of Lisa, knowing that Lisa has an issue with Mary, Jenny is always already full guns blazing beyond the point that she doesn't like black people. So no matter what. No matter like, what. I just feel Mary in this situation. Again, I'm not a fan of hers. I'm a fan of fairness. I mm-hmm. don't think that that lady was going to be giving a fair shot at the reunion. And I honestly think it. her not going was the comeuppance that Jenny deserved. Because I feel like if Mary went to that reunion, they would have eaten that woman alive. Correct. Then let's say these posts would have come out. Bravo not would not have been like, let's reshoot this reunion. They would have been like, we got a reunion, we're great. They would have used it for next season. Mary then would have been attached to it. Like it just feels very nasty. And there is true differences with what Jenny did and to what the Ramonas and the and the Marys and everyone has done. Like I said, the only thing that they have in common is wrong is wrong. Mm-hmm. But when you start to saying that all wrongs are the same, like from a different perspective of, well, the way this hurt is the same as this hurt. And then mm-hmm. no, 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 no. It's nowhere like, near really the have same. To look at it. Right. And again, intent is very important and receptiveness and listening is right. very important. Mary was hard headed as hell, but I do think that they were able to get through to her to a point to where she apologized. And again, for, like I said, that apology is not for me to accept and say that it was the appropriate one, that it checked all the boxes. I just know that the lady apologized, showing that she heard something and put it out there. And I've yet to see her come back with like a but, however, I, you know, social media manager, X, Y, Z. Um, and then with Jenny, you know, it just shows. And it shows with the Ramonas. And here we are again, Stephanie. Like, it just feels like history repeats itself with Bravo. And we keep getting hurt. <laughs> it's literally because they're not learning the lesson. When I think about how Mary was um, positioned, even from first season, I remember watching the premiere and it's opening up with Whitney and Justin renewing their vows. And Whitney is talking about the fact that both of them were married to other people. And I guess they started having an affair and they got excommunicated from their church. And I remember going, wait a minute, why are we not talking about this? All I heard about was Mary and Mary, her step-grandfather. Why are we not talking about this? I was like, hold up. Wait a minute. Why are we not talking about this? Why is Justin tearing up at the reunion? Because he got excommunicated like 10, 12 years ago. We're not talking about this. We're not talking about the fact that in in this season, Heather's brother said that Mormonism, his opinion, is a cult. Nobody said anything about that. No one said, oh, maybe it is. Or, oh, maybe we should investigate it. No, it was Mary's church is a cult. I'm like, girl, excuse me, what? It's like, y'all literally are using, I don't understand how it's like, how dare Mary not come to this reunion, but, and use the power play that Lisa Vanderpump did because she ain't want to talk about a dog. And no one said she was dead ass wrong. Panda Pump said that Maloof was wrong for not coming to ring. I mean, if you work, you got to come. And then it was like, and then your ass didn't come. And it was like, oh, no, no, no. It was different for me. Did you fucking show up or not? And nobody's holding like, well, it's different because, you know, she didn't want to have to tell the story. It was only about a dog. And she said, uh, see yourself out, darling. 
she left. She stopped filming in the middle of the season and nobody said, oh, you got to be here. $18,000. Right. I'm sorry. I'd mop the ocean before I sit in here at $18,000 knowing that I would have to get shit from some woman who knew this shit was on her Facebook page. It's like, what did you think? That she was going to walk up there like Brandy did to Leanne. You say you need to sit here and think about what you've done. And bitch, you knew that shit was out on the internet about you. And you had no problem because you knew people didn't fucking like Leanne. Jenny was going to do the same thing to Mary. It's like, people don't like you, so it's going gonna, it's gonna to fly. Reunions in the can. All of this would have came out. And it was like, now you sitting up here with your black buddy and he looking like a goddamn bozo talking about, oh my God, and I mean, I take responsibility, but I hire people to run my social media. Excuse me, ma'am, you're missing something. They're not doing anything that you're against. You didn't say that at all. You're just saying, I just right. let them post it. Um, so that's not saying that um, they did something against my will. It is, I just told them to push the button. You don't hear yourself, do you? Girl, just go away. Tiffany, take that fucking post down. I implore you, girl, I get it. When our friends fuck up, you are in a public space, right? You are a public figure. So it's like, Jenny, what do you think? Time out. Why y'all not asking all these white ladies what they think? Right. It's not on Salt Lake City. Candace is not on Salt Lake City. Why do y'all like, let's see what they say. Let me know what Kyle Richards said. Let me know what Tamara said. Let me know what Vicky said. Let me know what Teresa said. Let me know what Luann said. Let me know what Sonia said. Mm -hmm. I'm going to let every fucking white lady that's on Housewives. Why y'all not asking them? I'm like, I'm sorry. The thing on is, I fucking love that Crystal Minkoff has not said a goddamn thing. She's like, oh, I'm dead. Uh, try again. She's not putting out no statements. Leave with love. She's like, girl, I'm not doing that. She's like, no. A soldier just fell on their own sword. I am not doing this. It's like, Tiffany, I like you, but you weren't telling people to leave with love when we were like, fuck KKK Cameron Westcott, Okay. You had no problem with that. You had no problem bringing this shit up when Cameron tried to make herself a victim on that podcast because you were like scorched uh. earth. It's like, no. And it's like, Tiffany realized that less is more. I know you got black friends. Let them look at that post and say, so take that last paragraph out. Just take it out. They know she's your friend. We don't need you to reiterate. Right. We don't need to reinforce that. Because that's the problem. It's like, don't bring your black friend on mm -hmm. your live that you won't even save. You ain't no real bitch. Mm. Mm. Why you ain't saying you know, give What I will give Jenny is this. I mean, we've still heard of Dorit's mom's friend and we've yet to see this lady materialize. At least Jenny has somebody material. I mean, you know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say what Brandon about to say. I'm so glad I had drank my drink because I would have choked and died because that would have been funny as I don't know what. Well, at least he brought her his her black friend around. Where is Kathy's? I'm like, uh, mind you, Kathy Hilton barely said anything on that goddamn ring. But Garcelle, I am so sorry I didn't come to your party. What? Right. <laughs> like, she made it a point. Let me tell you something. You schooled me about Michael Jackson and I don't see color and I didn't come to your button. Girl, no, I am so sorry. Wait a minute. What? Yeah. Kathy, what? 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 Kathy's like, I don't want that smoke. And now they are buddies when they filming. I said, girl, Kathy Hilton ain't no fool. She's like, mm-mm. 
No, I've seen her on the Paris show and on the Paris cooking show. Kathy Hilton know how to play the game. She, she surely did. Rap. She surely do. I love it. I was like, girl, I just, you know, girl, I, I don't even, it's like when it comes to Salt Lake City, I don't even care. It's kind of like you go, it was so easy for me. And actually it wasn't because I'm an OC fan. I'm a Housewives fan. I barely, I basically watch all of them. It's like, I do. And I feel like skipping stuff with felt like I was like, oh my God, what kind of housewives fan am I? I kind of don't care. Cause it was so like, yeah, I have no problem not watching this season. And the only reason why I watched the reunion is because Shannon said that Bronwyn, she was alleging that Bronwyn like offered drugs to her kid. And I was like, what? And then at the end, Shannon um, <clears throat> backpedaled and pussy popped. And I was like, oh, so basically you're saying Listen. that you made it too big of a deal, but you had no problem putting that out. Because Bronwyn did this go, oh my God. Thing, I was like, wait I, I've gotten to know Bronwyn and I love me some Bronwyn. And <laughs> these shows, and that's the thing is when I, when I said like the line of morality and even with like, for example, Dr. Tiffany Moon, you know, with the whole Jenny of it all on her social media posts, it's like there's something that comes with this quote unquote fame. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, when I think of like Dr. Tiffany Moon, for example, that lady is rich. That is a doctor. She has some great fashion. She has labels, so like, much money, you know, <laughs> but there's, there's a difference that comes with, cause I remember people were saying the same thing about Simon Gubadia before he popped up with Portia was mm-hmm. like, Oh, the man has the money, but he wants to be famous. Mm-hmm. And I think there's something that comes with this where there's like this, oh, well, we've made it. We're in this club that no other people know. And then people start to put that loyalty before real life things like human rights and lives. Right. So I think that's where we kind of see some of these people get stuck is they are still prioritizing the fame and the fandom and the fandom that comes with that. And mm-hmm. these quote unquote experiences of, oh, we've been through this together. And that's the thing is Dr. Tiffany Moon just met the lady because they became housewives. Like it wasn't like they were years old girlfriends. And I could see in that situation, you know, when people come forward about someone that you know for and have known for years and that type of identity crisis that puts you through and the realization of you now having to understand this person that you thought you knew as someone completely different, that I could fully recognize. But this is Mm -hmm. a woman that you met not too long ago. Um, You just met her. That was the other part. Like, bitch, you don't, that's not your good Judy. Shut the fuck up. But again, it's what sort of people willing to really die on and really mm-hmm. what, it, where, what is the cause or the mountain they want to put 10 toes down. And again, it's the whole, they would rather just, you know, keep the fame and, and keep what comes with the fame. I mean, I'm sure you see that too as a podcaster. You know, there are certain podcasts it's like who, they will all day on their social media. Oh, they will play the play the fence. But then all of a sudden when they get the chance, oh, here is problematic cast member on my, my podcast. Ciao. Ciao. Because it's it's the taste because of it's like something. It, it, it's the taste of the the name and the stakes, but does that protect you at the end of the day? Like it, strip it, it all away. Strip it all away, right? Yeah. There is someone out there in the world who does not like what Jenny looks like. Mm-hmm. And what's crazy about that 
right? Because how racism works, right? Racism is that person who may not like her could be a Republican, but they don't know that she's also a Republican. They just don't like her because of the way that she looks and because of who she is, right? Mm-hmm. That's what racism is. It prevents right. you from really breaking down the barrier of getting to know people. And honestly and truthfully, it's just ti- it's so tiring that this thing is still around. Like 2022. I, like, it's like, oh my God, the 2022nd year of our Lord, and we are still doing this. It's like, it's the system. I said this before when I was interviewed by someone for a YouTube show. I was like, I feel that somehow back when slavery and all the powers that came to be that established dominance over others, somebody had to have a fortune teller or a way to see into the future to know that their plan was not going to work, that this this whole supremacy was not going to work. So they had to plant racism within Mm -hmm. not only their community, but within our communities as well, so that certain races don't like other races. Or even within a race, dark skin and light skin fight, right? Mm -hmm. These are things that were planted to make sure that we never saw through the crap to work together. Mm -hmm. And then here we are again. (laughs) We're doing it now. It's frustrating. It's so frustrating because the answer is right in front of our faces. Correct. But people in, in fear and how fear works it doesn't really allow them to separate the two, right? People were like, well, you know, with Bravo, the women can't speak out because of their contract. F a contract. Because at the end of the day, what's right is right, what's wrong is wrong. Let me call my lawyer. Hey, lawyer, can I make a statement? You will still want to be on the show, Brandon? No, I don't need to be on this show. Because at this point, you you don't have this person in your home. Somebody knew, I'm telling you, somebody had to know what she believed in and what she put out there. It's like, I don't think Baby Gorgeous is as, is as innocent as she's putting it out there either. Okay, so, so I said this to Taria <laughs> when we recorded, because I was like, Taria, she was about to lie. She's like, well, she's like, huh? Like, so when Andy asked her about the Facebook post, Lisa was literally about to say, I never went on her Facebook. And then she said, I never went. Well, I haven't gone in years. I'm like, you were about mm-hmm. to lie and say you never saw them. Right. Girl, who are you playing at? Girl, mm, I was like, she faces. was about to lie. She was about to lie. And I'm like, and nobody's saying that. I'm like, Lisa, you can't do this. Because it was like, people who liked Mary, even before all this came out, it's like, why is she weird? I'm like, see, there's a disconnect that we don't want to talk about. And then you're like, right. it just confirmed people like, I told you she didn't. And now if you go back and watch those earlier episodes, you go, Oh, it's mm-hmm. right there. She don't like Mary. How dare you be on, excuse me, I am the only one here. I, what are you doing here? It's like anti-Blackness is taught in every community, including our own. But racism has always been divide and conquer. I'm like, no, we can't have y'all together because y'all can actually take us out. Hence, right. by Jewish people in this country. It's just in America, it could be other places. Jewish people, Irish people, anybody who literally came here immigrated here they were not considered white y'all's was on right. the, y'all were right there with us with they had indians because you know we ain't had no words for indigenous folks mind you indigenous folks indigenous to this country and you're treating them like shit that's wild and negroes or black people y'all were on those those sides too until they realized yeah we we need more white people oh y'all can be white now 
And we watched everybody just go on over as if y'all didn't used to be here with us. It's like, oh no, it's fine. I like it over here. I like it over here. It's like, yeah, because they don't treat you like shit. And then you had people who actually immigrated as people because our ancestors did not. We came over. It's like you, um, bales of hay cannot immigrate as people. So we weren't bales of hay. So then you would recognize other people of color against us. I'm like, well, y'all came here and made some stuff. Why can't these American blacks do it? Because we didn't come here as people. That's why. But again, y'all don't want to have that conversation. Because then it right. be too much. It's like it can't be divide and conquer if we're always like, well, what about my oppression? I'm not, we're not doing oppression Olympics. It's 2022. Do the winter Olympic Olympics, not the oppression Olympics, girl. We leaving that in 2015. I'm like, I can't do this with you because it's all different. It's like it, it just right. it's like I, I don't know what you want to tell. We don't want to fight. We just want y'all to realize it. And it's like, so if I an injustice to one is an injustice to us all. So, Tiffany, when we was on the line for you, you it was like, you're like, I'm not saying to, like, absolve her. I'm like, yeah, you didn't have to do that lead with love shit. We're done leading with love. Y'all well, act like I white do... people get rights because we asked really nice. That's not what happened. Mm-mm. We couldn't no. just ask nice because y'all was like, well, that's not how anybody gets rights in this country. When they have to fight for something that you don't want them to have. Oh, just talk to me nice. Bitch, fuck you. No. <laughs> <laughs> no bitch fuck you how about that right i'm not being nice to you why why do i have to talk to you nice when you don't treat me nice ask me nicely stop doing that shit i'm saying that nicely i'm like i, I don't have to give you this is not a spoonful of sugar so you will respect other people because like jenny whether you push the button or your or your buddy pushed the button why did he think that was okay? Because it's how you feel. I don't care who pushed the button. We're not talking about who pushed the button. We're talking about the fact that right. that is how you feel. And now you're like, well, guys, I'm a proud Republican. No one said you couldn't be a proud Republican, bitch. No one's talking about that. We're talking about the stuff that you shared, but you had no problem sitting there looking pretty for people coming after Mary. You had no problem sitting there going, oh, no, well, no one's going to find my shit. It's like, girl, I wouldn't be surprised if your, your niece is the one who like, oh, so y'all don't care about how she treated my family. Let's see what y'all do care about. Because nobody ain't seen that niece. Hmm. I want to know how this got out. Because there's no way that y'all, y'all did do it. But again, here's the other part of that, Brandon. It wasn't towards a um, community that y'all necessarily care for. Because a lot of people who had an issue with Ramona now, y'all didn't have it pre-Black Shabbat. All of a sudden, it was like, oh, no, we got to do something now. Bitch, what? We told y'all that before. But now that you see that she's, like, being very anti-Semitic, now you want to have a problem. Because for some folks, they only see Jewish people as white people. No, that's not how religion works. But okay. There's white people who are African Methodist. So what's, what's gooey? There are white people who are a who go to AME church. We're like, what y'all doing? <laughs> what are we doing? What are we doing? So it's like now y'all want to have like, oh no, yeah, Ramona needs to go. Y'all only saying that because it's the Black Shabbat dinner. Because now y'all right. can see yourselves. Yeah, I peeped that too. It's like, oh, now it's an issue. 
girl, the shit that happened with Tiffany Moon, I'm like, that has nothing to do with Stephanie or Brandon's black ass. But we see bigotry when we see it. We see racism when we see it. It don't even fucking matter. Right. That's it. I'm like, I don't need you to protect your friend. We don't need you to go, I got to see myself in it. Either you see the bigotry or you don't. And we don't have time for y'all doing like, eh, halfway and, oh, Mary, don't I'm like, oh, well, let's focus on Mary. If y'all not going to throw Meredith and Heather on the pile with her, then y'all can keep it. And that's that's it. I'm like, I'm not going to do this with y'all. I'm not going to go back and forth with you. Are you saying something to Heather? Are you saying something to Meredith who said, I didn't, I don't know if it's offensive, but she flat out said it was. Mm-hmm. Which one y'all doing? Uchi Wally, one mic. What we doing? <laughs> I, I need to understand. But y'all going to have fun with this. Y'all gonna, We're going to get these jokes off because them jokes going to fly about Jenny and this woman, and, I'm sorry, and this guy um, in your house sitting at the table going, wait a minute, did you push the, did you push post on this post or did I post it? Oh, shoot. Was I supposed to leave in a draft? Child, if they work for you, they are doing your bidding. They felt comfortable. Listen here, Mia. Like, well, my social media posted that because they know you. They don't post things that you don't like. That's not your wheelhouse. They don't do anything against your brand. Are you... Do you know I know social media managers and I know that's not true? It's like, oh, they just did it. I don't know why they did it. Girl, what? That's the, that's it. I, I just, mm-mm. Brandon. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, Brandon. <laughs> like, shit, Brandon. You know, I let you have your moment, girl. It's like, you Brandon. that moment in church. You just, let like, people, you just let them. <laughs> I was like, girl, I'm just sitting here like, what y'all think? I think y'all full of shit. It's a lot of grandstanding because they did it with, like, they did it with Erica Jane, and I was like, let me know if y'all going to keep the same energy with Jen Shaw. And I saw that y'all didn't, and I'm like, so let me tell you something. I'm not telling y'all to go after this Pacific Island woman. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying that the woman that got arrested, y'all don't give that much smoke to. Oh, it's different with Erica. Is it? Because <laughs> Jen Shaw is flat out saying on camera that she is innocent and nothing has happened. Erica Jane maintained the ice queen that made her famous. That was Camille's walk. And that was what made her famous. Girl, mm. it's like, I'm not doing this with y'all. I was like, okay. I'm like, so it's not the same thing. So she didn't steal from, I'm pretty sure there's some orphans and widows that she stole from. Ooh. I'm pretty sure there are, but you're not going to keep the same energy with Jen Shaw. It's like, no, let's talk about Mary. Let's talk about why Heather's brother had to escape Mormonism and now is saying it's a cult. Allegedly, it's a cult. You're not saying like, mm-hmm. why did he have to escape? Why is Justin still almost close to tears? Because he's no longer allowed in the church. Why are we not talking about it took $350,000 to change um, Whitney's company because she had to buy out her partners? Why are we not talking about that? Why are you talking about right. Meredith and her alleged boyfriends? Why are we not talking about that? Because it's easy to demonize that black woman. And I'm not even saying demonize Jen Shaw. I'm not even saying that, but I noticed that y'all not. Mm. Girl, it's like, okay. Like, what you think? I think y'all fake as fuck. I what I think. But you know, we all have that. We Sometimes we all give grace to different people. Grace is not what I'm considering when it comes to this whole Mary and Jenny of it all, because it's not grace. It's hypocrisy for me. But I think maybe we're giving grace to Mary Cosby 
mostly because we're probably listening to how she's saying it and what she's saying. Because for Brandon and I, when we're in these clubhouse rooms, we talk about intent versus impact. You can still have an impact without intent. But people are trying to right. allege that Mary's intent matched her impact. I'm like, that's not necessarily true because I don't think it is. Yeah. And I, I, like I said, I definitely felt Mary should have been held accountable and mm-hmm. we saw it happen, mm-hmm. you know, and that, that's why I said for me, like, I ain't giving nobody a pass. <laughs> um, right. But I definitely think that if you're going to, and you all know me, I'm very, for those who listening in who, who hear me speak or who have been to a workshop or what have you of mine, or just heard me in a soundbite. Mm-hmm. I'm very fair and consistent. And I definitely think that there is such thing as accountability. But I also think that there are times to really ring the alarm. Um, and when people were ringing the alarm about Mary, it just felt very like we're ringing the alarm now, not the fact that Ramona was on girl trip. And like, because I saw people being like, well, people were still talking about Ramona. I'm like, no, nah, that died. If Ramona mm-hmm. was still truly a pressing point, we should still be talking about it. Like, that's what I don't think people really get about speaking mm-hmm. up and speaking out about things it's not like you speak about it one time and then it's over um right. change happens because people are consistently working to change something now i'm not mm-hmm. saying changing your bed sheets because you can go and do that right but right. when there has been a deep-rooted system across multiple disciplines and businesses and just through time and how it's affected all that we know essentially that doesn't just happen overnight and when you have a network who knows how to play you as a viewer, that definitely isn't going to happen overnight. So yes, consistently, you have to keep saying, Ramona needs to be off Roni. You have to keep consistently saying, you know, hold these people accountable. Just like when Mary needs to be held accountable and people wanted to blare the alarms, I'm not going to expect everyone to blare the alarms for every single thing. Mm-hmm. If I don't see it, I'm going to say, remember that one time that Mary stepped out of line? Okay, so with that energy, I'm going to need it for everything else because we have to be consistent. I'm not saying it to isolate you for this situation. I'm saying it because if you show that you have it within you to speak up when you know something is wrong, Mm -hmm. when it applies to someone that you may quote unquote like, although you may want them on your your page or your podcast, or this Mm -hmm. is someone you quote unquote ride for and Mm -hmm. you hope that you meet them and uh, all your Instagram tweets and things. uh Uh-uh. Be real, because all the fame and glitter and things aside, when you come home at night, those Bravo lebs, they ain't coming to save you from the real world problem. That is racism that happens within your own community. I don't care how much you DM a Bravo lab. I don't care how much you tweet them. I don't care how many times you like your photos. Correct. Trust me, I talk to many Bravo lebs, but it's naive of me to think that my online association with someone is going to apply to my real life situations that the, the, the pixie dust of Bravo can, does not penetrate. Correct. So I really want people to start being real because human lives and humanity is way more important than television. We make television great because we watch it. If we Correct. didn't watch none of this stuff, none of these people will have a platform. Hello? Hello? So like I said, for me, it's that people are so willing to sell their souls for some of the most minor things it's sad in these situations because the times that you need to be loud, people don't want to be loud because typically it's that person that they feel could get them up there or that mm-hmm. they have camaraderie with or that they have allegiance with. They don't want to burn that bridge. Well, sweetheart, I am here to tell you, if that person cared about you as much you as you go. care about them, they would have no problem with you stepping to them and telling them, hey, sis, 
hey, bruh, hey, whoever, this went right. Correct. And I don't, I don't stand with you with this. And know that if you are willing to work through this and really put effort into changing, you know what? I'll, I might be able to come back around and I might be able to, not I'm going to leave you high and dry, but I'm going to be making mm-hmm. sure I'm holding you accountable because that's what I'm supposed to do. Accountability can come out of love. Accountability is just, just saying, I'm condemning you, throwing you into the trash, quote unquote, canceling you. Cancel culture is not a real thing. It's accountability culture. And the reason why people call it cancel culture because they don't like to look in the mirror and own what they've stood up to. So they like to dog whistle and distract people. So when you start saying things like cancel, people then feel that they can't make a mistake. I'm all about making mistakes. That's not what bothers me about people. That's not what bothers me about this situation. It's that mistakes don't happen often for the same thing. When it's the same mistake over and over again, that's a pattern, baby. And Mm -hmm. at that point, well into years past 2030, that ain't just a pattern anymore. That's who you are. And then when it's brought to your attention, let's say you happen to be, I don't know, unaware, that's when you say, you know what? I didn't know. But then in this situation, when people are saying, hey, girl, this ain't right, but you saying, uh, it was me, it ain't me, it ain't wasn't me, it ain't me, but I still stand behind it? Mm-mm. No. Hmm. And that's where, and that, that's, like, that's where we are. It's like, why are you, I don't care who pushed the button, girl. We don't care, girl. We don't care who pushed the button. It's like, um, well, it ain't my fault. I'm like, uh, whose fault is it? Ma'am, this your ship. They can't, they, right. They're not doing this with you. And so when we say like, baby, keep that same energy, that's that's literally what we be trying to say. Because let's be very, very clear. In the context of our conversation, we're talking about what Jenny said about, what I'm sorry, what Mary said about Jenny. The whole Mexican cartel thing, notice, neither one of us are saying she's like, let me try to figure out a way to get her out of it. No, there's no way to do that. No. And we're mm-hmm. not going to do that because one, I don't need to hear any people that I like or care about crying because here is somebody else equating my ethnicity to violence, crime, drugs, all that. I don't need to do that. So that's why you don't hear any of us going, yeah, the whole Mexican cartel thing. Let me like try to explain it away. There is no explanation. I don't give a good goddamn what she said was nasty. The end. See how that works? And I still like that. <laughs> it was like, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm still like what Jenny did is so completely fucked up. But it's like, if you tie in the Mexican cartel thing, it's easy for you to go, look, it's, it's weighted. When I say easy, I mean lazy. <laughs> Let me just say that. <laughs> it's lazy for you to do that. Because one, that's not even on the same stratosphere. It's like, no, I am not Mexican. Brandon is not Mexican, but I know what it feels. We both know what it feels like when someone equates what we look like or our necessity or our race is equated to something bad. It's like, oh, I know what that feels like. And that's some bullshit. Oh, well, she meant I don't give a fuck what she meant. We don't we don't care because it doesn't even matter. And then she gave us that um, Michael's Craft Store apology that she, apparently she deleted off her page, which thank you, because girl, what? That's it. It's like, you're dead ass wrong. Your anti-racist friend should have checked you in a moment. But of course she didn't. She did the same thing that Stephanie Holman and Cameron Westcott did. They ain't say nothing. It's like, "Uh uh-huh. Yeah. It can't just be on Mary. It can't just be on Jenny. Somebody's enabling you, Jenny, by saying, oh, it's, it's my team. You're enabled. 
Mary's enabled by her castmates because y'all ain't say nothing until y'all were in a group. I'm like, Lisa, right. shut the fuck up because she only said it to you. So why didn't you say something? It's like, don't 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 play this and don't try to like, we got to do this for Mary because Dallas sure didn't do that for Brandy. <laughs> y'all actually jumped down Deandra's throat by commenting on it. What the hell? I'm like, see, all y'all need to go. Just, yeah, I'm glad Dallas is coming back. If Soul Lake doesn't come back, I'm totally fine with it. I can get the notes on Jen Shaw's arrest uh, on the Twitter. I don't need to see what y'all mm. gonna talk about on Salt Lake. It's like I'm, I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm like Brandon. I'm like you. It's not an I'm sorry. I I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so I'm good. G- give me Top Chef. Give me Project Runway. Give me the black ladies on Atlanta. I'm, I'm saying that loosely. <laughs> that I'm gonna say yes. Give me Atlanta. Um, Give me, give me candy in the gang. I'm like, we're like, no, I'm not doing this with you. I'm trying to justify it. Mind you, I'm doing a room like recapping um, pump rules and this baby might be my last season. Not because they did anything racist. It's just, it needs to go. And I like Shishu and I love Ariana, mm. but I'm just like, yeah, it's, it, it'd be okay if it doesn't mm-hmm. come back, guys. I'm, I'm, I'm so serious. It's been nine years. And I'm like, girl, what? <laughs> it's like I, I don't know why we're here but we're here and then the boat show is coming back and like girl what and but yeah i i feel like hopefully this is the end of unpack it's not going to be because some probably gonna do some other shit but um when we say yeah, just, i'm sorry go ahead brandon i just i just hope and pray that things change for the network and that people really utilize these opportunities. I'm not going to say as a learning or a teaching moment, but I really hope people really take these moments and understand the impact and the gravity of them and that they adjust what they need to within their own lives. Because this thing is cyclical when it comes to receiving hate. As we can see in one span of a season of a housewife show, how many people can be offended, even within the framing of one episode, right? And I just mm-hmm. really hope people wake up and smell the roses and are consistent with their energy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We don't have to excuse bad behavior because we mm-hmm. like the folks. It's like, you can like somebody and you do, they do something bad. It doesn't, we're not saying they're a bad person. Um, I'm right. sorry. Just kidding. We are saying Jenny Lynn is a bad person. I'm sorry. I'm saying it allegedly. <laughs> just it's like, girl, you need other friends, but, uh, um, y'all, we are going to get out of here because um, Brandon has to go conquer the world and then write a screenplay about uh, it. Um, <laughs> listen. But, <laughs> but before we get out of here, Brandon, I appreciate you. I enjoy talking to you because uh, I'm like, I can't wait to get him yes. on the podcast. And he has to come back to not talk about Bravo. It's so funny. I make, I make Bra- oh it's goodness. weird to say Bravo friends, but I'm like, we talk about everything. So we talk about weird. it all. We like family. We talk about it all. We mentioned mention it all. all. I'm like, I have to re- I'm serious. <laughs> I have to rewatch the Eternals. I'm like, Stephanie, don't look at it with Avengers Please glasses do. on because I'm like, it's so it's such a good film and I mm. really like it like give your get yourself a glass of wine yes. kettle corn not popcorn come on kettle it's like oh, real bitches eat kettle corn okay 
<laughs> Listen, <laughs> I'm not disagreeing with you. <laughs> um, I, I like, I just, it's such a great film. Definitely give it another chance. Give it another opportunity. Give yourself a Bravo break and put on the internal. I mean, um, oh gosh. <laughs> I, I, need, I need to, because I'm like, um, I got to look at this again. But please, Brandon, tell them how to um, find you and tell them about oh my you can plug, plug, plug any products you're doing. Lord have mercy. <laughs> I am everywhere. I am on Twitter. I am on Instagram. My Instagram is at b.good. The E is silent at the end of good. You can go to my website, brandongoodwrites.com. It has my books. It has my past events, my speaking things that I've done, any type of media I've done. If you want me to speak or if you like how I speak and you need me for something or you want some creative consulting, hit me up. I'm your guy. But if you just want to say and hey and talk, um, my DMs are open. I may not respond to them quickly, but I will say hello. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, where y'all can, that's where y'all can find me. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. It's like, I mean, I may not respond. You you don't have Stephanie privileges because I'm just <laughs> <laughs> No, Stephanie has a direct line. Stephanie has my phone number. How about that? They not they're not gonna get all that. <laughs> like, Wait a minute, you can just call him. Yes, bitch. I can just call him. No, no, I'm not telling you what. No, I'm not doing it. But y'all, this has been <laughs> an amazing episode. <laughs> but this has been the Mocha Men's podcast. I will be back next week. Talking about non-Bravo things, um, guys, I am going to be working on a conversation series with some really dope Black male podcasters that I know, so we can, like, talk about the phenomenon that is the card table of men bashing Black women and why that's a thing. And I want to talk about, I'm talking to Black male veteran podcasters. I'm like, y'all been doing this for a while. They're like, yeah, and this is some bullshit. And they're all like, this is some bullshit. I'm like, yes. So we're going to have to have a discussion. So that is going to be coming down the pike. So just to give you guys a heads up. And uh, guys, I'll be back next week. Bye. Bye. We don't talk enough about the amount of trauma that you experience while dating. Hear me out, ghosting is traumatic as fuck. Going on dates with men who wouldn't think twice about essaying you, traumatic as fuck. Having conversations with men who don't give a shit about you as a person, but also who don't think that you are valuable as a woman, that shit is traumatic. And you go through it over and over and over. So much so that you find yourself like having to take a break from dating to heal from the trauma that you experience while dating. Bruh, I'm just out here trying to find my person. But this shit is hard. <laughs>